Hey, so I'm so excited. I want to share with you about one of our new sponsors, Starglow Media. They have this amazing show for all of you with younger kids called Mysteries About True Histories. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers and on adventures through time packed with puzzles and hidden equations, histories, and laughs. You all know Alana, our co-founder at Sproutable. She listened to the show with her seven-year-old and loved it. They would pause the show and try to figure out the math problems together, loved learning about different cultures and the histories around the world. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and so much more. Math is geared Math is what they call it. Math is geared towards kids six and over, but can be enjoyed by the entire family. Episodes drop every Thursday, and they're about 15 minutes, perfect length for the car rides, mealtime, break time, bedtime. Each episode is stacked with so much laughter, and your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories math with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Hey, welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for inspiration and transformation as we try and keep it together while parenting our tweens and teens. This is real work, people. And when we can focus on our own growth, and nurturing the connection with our kids, we can move through the turbulence in a way that allows for relationships to remain intact. My name is Casey O'Rourke. I am your fearless host. I'm a positive discipline trainer, space holder, coach, and the adolescent lead at Sproutable. I am also the mama to a 20-year-old daughter and 17-year-old son walking right beside you on this path of raising our kids with positive discipline and conscious parenting. This show is meant to be a resource to you, and I work really hard to keep it real, transparent, and authentic so that you feel seen and supported. Today is an interview, and I have no doubt that what you hear will be useful to you. Please don't forget, sharing truly is caring. If you love today's show, please pass the link around, snap a screenshot, post it on your socials, or text it to your friends. Together, we can make an even bigger impact on families all around the globe. I'm so glad that you're here. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. My guest today is my friend, Nikita Burks-Hale. Nikita is the CEO and Chief Coloring Officer at Headphones and Crayons, a space for integrating voice, sound, creativity, and color. Nikita's passion and magic lie in creating and facilitating programs workshops, and color-centered experiences that spark creativity, boost productivity, and increase your calm one crayon at a time. Nikita is also the host of Headphones and Crayons, an art-infused podcast that explores the integration of voice, sound, color, and creativity, and its relationship to business, human potential, and yourself. When she's not facilitating podcasting or coloring, you can find her making memories with her wife, Jessica, and her two young kids, Adonis and Remy. And I just have to say, add a little extra here. Nikita, you are such a magnet. The last time I saw you was in Phoenix at the She Podcast Live conference and walking into the exhibitors hall. Like there's just something about you that draws me towards you. And I enjoyed so much 
sitting with you and chatting with you just about what you've had going on in your work and life. And I'm so glad that you're spending time with me here on the podcast. Thank you. I am really excited to be here. And I also remember that memory of being in that big space and seeing all the exhibitors, but then folks just crowding around my table. And I think it speaks to that magic and that magneticness and the colorfulness that I bring. So yeah. Yes, for sure. For sure. So tell us more about your work. Tell us about the ways you interact with others and bring that creative, colorful magic to their lives. Yeah, so my work is truly based in creativity and color. And color meaning literally as in coloring with crayons, markers, pastels, etc. And figuratively taking the lessons of life and how they have colored our perspective, colored our view. And so that work is done with different businesses, coaching communities, podcasters, basically the everyday human. And really working with them to pause, listen to their inner voice make space for creation, and then just be and do them with Mm -hmm. joy, of course. Mm -hmm. And what is the pull? Like when people find you and want to hire you, what are they? I mean, I feel like the question of what is the problem they're trying to solve isn't the right question, but basically (laughs) like what are you serving them with? Yeah. So when folks come to me, they come to me figuring out and confused about themselves. Like I feel stuck. I'm not sure. I know I'm meant for more. I know I want to do more, but I'm really just feeling stuck. I'm feeling, if I were to give it a color like this dark, it doesn't necessarily mean black or brown, or but this dark color with no emotion. I'm feeling thick. I'm feeling heavy. Think of just paint drying in that process. And what they're looking for is just space and freedom. Mm. And when they come to me, they're like, what is this color thing? Like, I've always talked to you. I'm always drawn to you and you color. Like, what is that and how can that help me? And so that kind of takes us on this journey of them looking into themselves, looking around the world and saying, what is it that you want outside of what other people expect, outside of your expectations? What do you truly want and need? Listening to that answer, giving that answer a color And then from there, we just do this really cool work of expanding their minds and looking for that color in everything that they do. Mm, I love that. I love that. And on your website, I was poking around a bunch yesterday. On your website, your mission is to create safe spaces, cultivate positive work in school environments, and reprioritize self-care in the world. And doing it one coloring session at a time. So you just gave us a little glimpse inside of that. And one of the values, you have a bunch of values um, that your work holds. And one of them that I really appreciate that you share is speaking and creating with authority and expertise. We have claimed this space and are holding it for you to explore and amplify your voice and its power. And this really pulls me in on a couple of different levels. On one hand, the female mother perspective, most shout out to all the dads that are listening right now. I know there's a handful of you and most of my listeners are women and moms. Most of us have teenagers, which means we're hitting that mid age, which is so wild. And so really thinking about using my voice, using our voice 
and claiming space in a world right now that feels so violent for our Mm -hmm. children and holding space for our teenagers to realize, explore, and amplify their voice. Mm -hmm. I just really was sitting with this profound possibility yesterday. So I want to know when you think about your vision and your mission, what shows up Mm -hmm. for you when you consider the power of what you're declaring. So thank you for doing that work and looking into those values because that it's most folks look at the first page and then what can you do for me and keep going? So that yeah. shows how amazing and awesome you are as a person anyway. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about the voice, what really comes to mind, especially I have two littles and they're super little. So at the time of this recording, they're two and five. Mm. life is real right now. Yeah, you're in it. Well, I've got you in like 10 years. I'm here for you. (laughs) Exactly. And so really looking at this idea of voice and Mm. knowing that voice is something that can be heard and also it's something that can be seen. So folks who know me or who are around me, I'm not the most talkative person. I'm one of those that when I do talk, people listen, but my vibe And my energy speak way before I open my mouth. And so really, when I work with youth, telling them and talking to them about your voice isn't only what you say. Your voice is in the values and how you live and how you show up in this space and how you feel, the energy coming from you. So that mental health aspect, if you don't feel good, it's going to be felt. It's going to be seen in how you look off into space, how you don't speak up how you are maybe selling all the clothes that you choose to wear. And so really taking this idea of creativity and color and using that for voice. Again, Mm -hmm. in addition to speaking, because my background and my pastime was podcast production. And so really amplifying voices, but now incorporating creativity. How can you do that if you never say a word? Yeah. Oh, man. Gen Z, man. They are masters, right? We can all learn from them. I feel like the self-expression that is alive in this generation of kids coming of age, I guess Mm -hmm. is the term. They are speaking loud and proud without even opening their mouth. So I love that. I love that. And I love thinking too about voice as what we say and what we don't say. I'm definitely Mm -hmm. experiencing that in the work I'm doing in my relationship with my husband. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I say so much when I don't say anything at all. (laughs) Exactly. The silence is very loud. Yeah, for sure. I definitely appreciate that. And then coming back to the power that we have as mothers, Mm -hmm. you know, at the time of this recording, we're coming off of like four days of unreal, gun violence. I mean, it's always unreal. It's always unreal. And it's been knocking on the wrong door, turning around in the wrong driveway, Mm -hmm. approaching the wrong car, having your basketball roll into the wrong yard. And I am continuing to be drawn into the Moms Demand Action group. Yes. And as the 10,000 feet view, really seeing the power that a group of women, specifically in this context, moms can have mm-hmm. and hopeful because there's no other choice, right? Like we've right. got to be hopeful that as we continue to gather voice, 
Mm-hmm. Like this can't, I mean, I have friends, I'm sorry about the tangent right now, but I have friends in Australia who are like, what is happening? What is happening in the United States? Like, how can you even send your kids out of the house? And, you know, realizing literally with that question, like, yeah, I mean, I do send my kids to school. I do send my kids outside of the house and I'm not riddled by like worry that they're going to be shot, which part of that is my privilege, right? As a white woman, but also fucking normalcy that has mm-hmm. taken over around this sick, sad situation with gun violence. So coming back to voice, right? Mm-hmm. And recognizing, thank you for going there with me, Nikita. Recognizing the power that we have is so important, right? It's so important. What are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, and you were just talking about with Moms Demanding Action, taking the 10,000 foot view. And I love to think of myself as taking that very like bird's eye on the ground in it view, because as someone who carries many identities, a lot of folks that I walk into the room and they see. So I am a African-American slash Black woman in a big body that I love. And if I'm with my wife and my kids, I just further gives depth to what I am. Mm-hmm. So often I walk into a space where I don't have power. Mm-hmm point blank. And so in a way to reclaim my power, how can I do that if I'm not able to use my voice, if I don't feel safe to use my voice? And I say this talking with moms because how often does that happen with kids? And so Mm -hmm. I'm doing a lot of work right now with either going into schools or I'm even doing like work with parents of let's do a quick family coloring session where you have the coloring sheet breathe. And you all are literally just coloring and breathing and saying, tell me how you are. How's this word breathe, breath, making you feel? What's coming up? And this really intentional, small conversation is going to have huge ripples because we're creating space to be, to let go. Because Mm. school at one point used to be the place where teachers would get all of this information. Kids would tell about home life, would kind of that's their safe space from home. That's not the case anymore. And so now we're coming back to the home is really, we're trying to make that true safe space because so many places outside of the door are not. So using that space to amplify the voice of I'm a mom, I want to hear how my 10 year old, how my 13 year old is doing, not only on the bad days. So not only Mm -hmm. when bad things and heavy things happen, but also on a Saturday morning after we just got pancakes and cooked breakfast together, let's color for a little bit. How are you? The coloring sheet, joy. What's bringing you joy today? What do you want to do after? Um, So using that to amplify voice and calm as well. I love that. This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work, There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, 
sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first First box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. So I just recently was on a call with a client. My background is I'm a positive discipline trainer. That's the foundation of what I bring to my coaching, to my classes. And I was recently talking to somebody because my people are parents of teenagers. A lot of the clients I work with are just like learning about positive discipline and realizing, okay, this control and command model that I've kind of been using up until this point. It is backfiring now. It's not Mm -hmm. useful with this 15-year-old. And there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of pushing away. And I was talking to this one particular mom and I found myself saying, you know, positive discipline, just like what you just said, it's not, this is what you do in the crisis moment. This Mm -hmm. is how you be all the time. Mm -hmm. This connection and this opening, this open invitation for our kids to self-express, even when it's hard for us to hold, even when it's contrary to our values, like holding that safe space at home, I think is it. I mean, it is the path to world peace because I feel like people that come out of homes where they are valued and they are seen and they are accepted, walk into the world with a different sense of self right? Without having something to prove, without being hungry for external validation. Mm -hmm. And it's a different energy surrounding them. So, and I love the coloring, especially when we're talking about teenagers. And I want to know more about your journey to coloring. Like where did this all Mm -hmm. come from for you? But before we go there, 
Like we talk about how having hard conversations with teenagers, be in the car, right? Be in the car so you're not looking at each other, Mm -hmm. right? Or sit around a table, have something else to do that's passive enough that you can still be in connection with each other without that intensity of, you know, eye contact and facial expression. And you can Mm -hmm. kind of shed that and hold a space of communication that can feel really safe, a lot safer for teens to be willing to share their true and authentic voice. But how did you get into coloring? What's that Mm. story? So before that, yeah, just speaking, and that's me choosing coloring was very intentional with folks, especially working with teens and youth, because there's not that eye contact. Anytime I go into the schools, whether it's elementary, middle, high school, or colleges, the first thing I say after I introduce myself, I say, if this is the last time you look at me for the rest of this session, I am totally cool with that. And that means I've done my job. And the fact that they can look down, but then like feel out yeah, while they're coloring, it just completely shifts the dynamic. And you just feel the, the release of breath because then they can just shout out loud or just talk and they don't have to look and think about, oh, what am I saying? How am I saying it? Um, They're going inward. So that is a very intentional action that I choose coloring and whatnot for. So So the journey to coloring, and I know a lot of moms will relate. So it actually came from a really dark place. Um, After my second was born, Remy, she was beautiful and amazing and brought with her postpartum depression and anxiety. Mm. And it was pretty severe. And there was a point, it was like three o'clock in the morning. She was still nursing. It was like two in the morning. My son was still getting up three, four times a night. So there was that 20 minutes when she was down before she was getting back up to nurse. I just got him back down. I was sitting in the living room and I was just numb. And I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. I don't think I can do this mom thing. I don't think I can do this wife thing. I don't think I can do this human life. So it was a really, really dark moment. And I remember just looking in the living room with stuff everywhere because a newborn and a toddler, shit everywhere. (laughs) And seeing a broken crayon like by the TV and just getting that crayon, getting a past due bill, flipping it over and literally just coloring back and forth. And I wasn't like coloring a, you are a beautiful affirmation filled picture. It wasn't the joy coloring page. It wasn't the joy coloring page or the you are awesome or any of that. It was just going back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I just remember just zoning out for 20 minutes. I guess it was 20 minutes. I don't know. And coming back and I think I can do this. I've got a little bit more hope. I think I can do this. And that moment of what happened, what was that shift? And in that moment, I was just able to be, I didn't have to think about what boob I need to nurse on next, mm-hmm. what pumping schedule, what my son, what daycare I'm going to put him in. So he got kicked out of two daycares because of big feels when you've got a new little in the house. Yep. How am I going to do all of this and run a business? I didn't think about any of that. And in that moment, I was just coloring and asking myself, what do you need? What is there? And it was just silence and that was okay. And so that's how I started coloring because I realized it wasn't about coloring. It was about creating this space to ask those questions, which happened to be through coloring. And so that's what I do now. Just color and ask myself, encourage folks who are in my space, in my community 
what's there? What are you feeling? If we're coloring the coloring sheet on ourselves, what does that mean for you right now in this moment? What comes up when you hear those words and creating this space to explore, to figure out what that means in that moment for yourself. And then from there, we can say, okay, how do we keep that going into reality, back into reality? How could this become our reality? Because it shouldn't be either or. Life should be an integration and not taking off this hat and that hat. You should just be going through life mm-hmm. as you are in that moment. Good, bad, neutral, all of it. So that's how it got started. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Oh, you just <laughs> took me back to those early days of nursing and nighttime. Yeah, those are some long hours. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. both my kids nursed for a long time, Rowan for three years, Ian for two mm-hmm. and a half. And there was like a three-month overlap of the two of them. For some reason, there's a lot of pictures of me with both my boobs out, nursing my <laughs> giant kid and then my <laughs> tiny new kid. I love it. Yeah. And I'm connecting with the meditative process that mm-hmm. opens up with that, the act the Mm -hmm. movement Mm -hmm. of coloring. And I know a lot of people have a hard time with meditation. So it feels like Mm -hmm. this is another doorway to calming the nervous system Mm -hmm. for an extended period of time, which is part of the beauty of meditation, but also that contemplation. I'm hearing you talk about the joy sheet and the breathe sheet. Obviously it's intentional. Talk a little bit about the intention yes. that you bring when you're working with people and what any stories you have of what has come up as you've led people through the process that you've yeah. created. And so if you've never been in my space and you find yourself into my space, then you would usually come through the eight minute color print, which yeah. is essentially a coloring meditation where you are hearing my voice. And a lot of folks say I have a very soothing voice. So I believe that too. You do. <laughs> And so that's why I have this coloring sheet that says breathe. And you're literally coloring, listening to me take you through this eight minute kind of coloring meditation. And the purpose of it is really just to relax and let down the guard. When I'm working with specific folks and I ask them, like, what do you need right now? If it's for the podcast, my guests literally choose from a list of words and it's whatever words stand out to them. It really resonates with them in the moment. I make all the coloring sheets. I have a few coloring books. And they are just words that evoke different things. And I choose words and statements that can be neutral or can be flipped so it's not always positive. Mm-hmm. Because often what we do is we want to focus on all the joy. Like, how can I get more joy? How can I get more joy? Which we love. But in order to do that, I need to know the things that are not bringing me joy. Mm-hmm. So like my first coloring book, the I Am Coloring Book, has I Am Tired. I am weary, but I am still going. And that's what matters. And that's literally what the coloring sheet says. I have some for podcasters that are just like, my cover art is just the beginning, one episode at a time. And so these simple statements resonate for all. And the point in doing those is that so that you get the, it's not just about the word, but it's the feeling and what you place on it. Why does that resonate with you? Why does one episode at a time as a podcaster and as a mom, resonate because every day is an episode of a melodramatic <laughs> soap opera. We're all stars of our own telenovela. Like, exactly. for sure. 
So that phrase resonates and it allows you to think not just in one way, but again, how it all integrates and as part of the bigger picture. I love that. And especially, you know, I mean, it's true, even though my kids are 17 and 20 and your kids are two and five, I feel like adolescence and the early years mirror each other so much in the relentlessness shows up. I think we have a similar experience of the illusion, delusion that, okay, great. We've moved past X yes, <laughs> and now we can be at Y, but it's not linear. It's exactly. like we learned a little bit about it today. It looked like perhaps we moved through it, but it turns out here we are in a different context and that struggle that skill is still in development. I love that you connected your work with podcasters to just motherhood because yes, one episode at a time, one day at a time. And even like, you know, sometimes I remember when I worked with specifically with people with younger kids, when my kids were younger, I've kind of evolved Mm -hmm. as my kids have gotten older you know, having to just break it down to, you know what, we had a great morning, like Mm -hmm. no longer holding ourselves to an entire day of greatness, but like, what was the morning? Like, what was pickup? Like, what was bedtime? Like, and I think as our kids get older, it's really easy to, cause they look like they should have their shit together. Like they're Mm -hmm. big and you know, mine are, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm watching my 20 year old just completely transform from, you know, the teen to a young woman physically Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. curves and the way that she's holding herself. And yet she's still 20 years old. Like, (laughs) yeah. and so it's easy to kind of get hooked by the physical and then feel a certain way about where they are developmentally, emotionally, one episode at a time, like one day at a time, one challenge at a time. And coming back to what is the space I'm creating? Is the space I'm creating one that my adolescent or even my two or five-year-old, maybe the five-year-old, you know, is it one that when I say, how are you doing? Do they feel like I really am able to hold what they're going to bring me? You know, and I think actually, I think in the adolescent years, it gets even harder because Mm -hmm. They have more complex, like the complexities of what they're holding and what they're navigating. You know, there's this idea, this kind of flip attitude about teenagers, you know, ah, their brains aren't fully developed. They don't know what they want. They're impulsive. And it pisses me off because it really diminishes and dismisses how complex and wonderful and interesting and confusing and like dynamic, we all are at that age of life. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. 
On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. So to have a vehicle like coloring, to have this process where we can drop in mm-hmm. is profound, Nikita. Yeah. It's yeah. profound at the dinner table. And I can only imagine. So as you have taken it out into communities, mm-hmm. you know, have you seen it as a process for groups or organizations to have sticky conversations and be able to maintain open ears and open hearts. Tell me about that. Definitely. So I'll start with organizations and then I'll actually get right down to moms because I am an assistant coach in a mom center community and we do coloring all the time. So I'll end there. I want to talk to you about, I have some ideas. Yes. (laughs) For you and me. Definitely. (laughs) I'd love to. Yes. But for businesses, it was really interesting in the beginning for me, like how do I bring this to businesses? Because I know it can work. But it's, how does this happen? How does it work? And it was this conversation of businesses are made up of people. People need to talk about what they feel and who they are. And so a lot of my background is in the DEI space, working with folks. Say what DEI means just for the people that are unclear. Yes. So diversity, equity, and inclusion. So really working to bring equity where everyone feels honored, accepted, safe in communities and spaces. And so going into the work world, it was these words and conversations of you have folks who they feel like they're the token person or just don't feel included. Let's talk to those people. And instead of bringing them into the office and saying, tell me why you're not happy. Let's do something different. Let's have a luncheon. And this is a fun team building activity where you're going to talk about we can do life is good. Oh, you didn't want to do don't be a dick. Exactly. You know, they they weren't very happy about that one if I would have chosen that one. But like life is good or productivity. Actually, I did a coloring sheet productivity. And so folks are like, why are we coloring about productivity? And I started off with what does it mean to be productive in your work? What does it mean to be productive as a human? And what it does is it gradually opens this conversation of, you know, being to work on time, doing KPIs to, you know, actually, I've got two small kids at home. And so sometimes productivity may depend on how much sleep I have how the morning is going. You know, there's a lot going on in the world today. And sometimes productivity is based on how we feel, how I feel. And the C-suite hearing this is like, 
oh, these are people that affects me too. And it's like, yes. And, but it's from this team builder or this one off that then becomes this entire curriculum, which I'd love to do with folks working with moms. And you were just talking about how you have the teenagers and the young adults. And we want to create this space for them to be able to be open and speak. And we work so hard at that, that the biggest surprise my mom clients have had is that it starts with them first. You can't just go up and say, I want you to have this safe space. Talk to me. Please talk to me. I'm asking you all the time to talk to me. You're not talking to me. Are you talking to them? Mm-hmm. And not necessarily like your my child is my best friend, but this coloring creates a space that's two-sided where you can also share. Like a lot of people think that teens, that you should have it together. A lot of people think I as a mom should have it together. And I am one trip off a curb from flipping my shit in the day going to hell. Mm-hmm. And so these same things that we say about teens, how they're impulsive and they make these rash decisions, we do the exact same thing. Yep. And so how do you create the space to say that so folks can see that we have the same experiences? We're not necessarily equal, but my child, my five-year-old and me have the exact same experiences. One, because we're a lot alike and that empathness. But then how does that look? How can we create a space that we can both talk about this? We can both say how we're feeling within reason, of course. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love to do with. And the biggest surprise for my moms is that, yes, you're creating this space for them, but the only way to do it is through you first. Yeah. And I imagine that the process, the coloring process also offers this opportunity for listening. Yes. Right? Like your conversation about organizationally mm-hmm. being able to hear from a non-defensive place, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like taking the side door in. Yes. And I really appreciate that. And I was just thinking, so we, one of their, my favorite positive discipline tools that I've talked about on the pod and talk about in my classes is family meetings. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, my son is usually the recorder. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Mostly it became, it came out of me being too controlling. (laughs) So I no longer get to be in charge of the family meetings. I get to participate. And he doodles all over Mm -hmm. our sheet. And I'm just thinking, sitting here thinking and listening to you. And I'm thinking like, wow, what might it be like to bring a coloring sheet with some kind of theme into a family meeting and just to have that be what's on the table while we are moving through our process that we know really well, we've done it for a million years and how might that shift? Cause I full transparency listeners. Oh my gosh. Ian is the same kid at 17 during a family meeting that he was at age eight. He's tipping Mm -hmm. his chair back. Mm -hmm. He's going off on tangents. He's making Googly. I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) So I think that it would be really interesting to play with this. It'd be yeah. really interesting to play with this as a and add it to our process. So, and I love just how deep and layered all of this is, right? Like, I think we've all seen, you know, adult coloring books and, you know, created our own meaning around that, but you're really taking us to a new place as far as the tool that it can be for people. So for someone who wants to, practice and get into it. You mentioned your eight minute coloring break, but talk a little bit more about that and include how people can find it because it's cool. 
Yes. And I love that you said like, this is really deep and that's just part of who I am. I really have a way with words. And so I get to it. But your energy is, I mean, Nikita, like, (laughs) I mean, I think we initially met when you were helping Sarah Dean with her shameless mom con online. And we just Mm -hmm. were like emailing information, but immediately I felt your depth. Like even Mm. it comes through emails about like timing and shit. So (laughs) I'm confirming. Yes. Depth. Thank you. And what I don't want that to do is to scare people of like, oh, I'm going to have to have all these deep questions and answer the right things. And literally whenever I do this session, I may ask two or three questions. What's there? How are you? And just like, tell me more. Mm -hmm. And so it can be very simple. Like there's not a whole lesson plan with it. And what I'm working on, which I'm seeing more and more of a need for is like these downloadables, the coloring sheet and two or three questions that you can Love ask to have these. And so for folks who are just getting started, that color break is really for you. And it can be for the family, you downloading it. And again, the coloring sheet is breathe. And it's just asking you to look at this coloring page. What are the things that you see? Take a breath. Like what is the first thing that you want to color? Why is that? Just notice. And then it gives a lot of time to just color and be silent and breathe. And so what it does, that first one is it creates the space to take a breath. Because often when we have these meetings and we have these conversations, we have an agenda. It's like, okay, I want to talk about this, 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 and we're so invested in it. And the other person Mm -hmm. is like, well, this is a lot. This is too much or automatically just disengaging. And so it's creating a space where just let the space happen, which is a whole nother conversation of letting the space. That's why I say I create spaces. I don't teach people how to do anything. I create spaces for all of this to happen. That is my gift. That is my magic. And so I would say for folks, get a sheet of paper and just doodle. In my coloring community, the color crew, every week I have a question or I have a word of power and you can either color the word or the picture, or it can say, get in a quiet place Take a couple of breaths. Think about how the word power shows up for you. What does that feel like? What does that look like? Create a visual representation of that. And so we have music and you just literally think about power, your experiences, and you just doodle. And whatever comes to mind, comes to mind. So I would say start there. Either the color break or choosing a word and doodling. And then ask, tell me a little bit about that. What were you thinking while you were doing this? Let me tell you what I was thinking as I was doing that. And from there, it just starts this conversation. I love that. And if you, the eight minute coloring break listeners, just so you know, when you sign up for that with Nikita, you get a downloadable, which I love. I'm not as good at doodling. Like to me, that does not feel meditative. I'm like Mm -hmm. all in my head about Mm -hmm. not being a good enough drawer. So I love coloring pages. So I'm excited about your downloadables. But yeah, in the eight minute color break, you get a downloadable sheet and you get an audio of Nikita's yummy voice guiding you. And is there a third thing? No. From there, no, it just has those two and then it has a visual. So if you kind of have the time lapse of if for some reason coloring isn't your thing in this moment or doodling, you just like, I just need to just watch something. Mm -hmm. It actually has a time lapse of me coloring. Oh, as love well. It. So you can hear everything and just watch. Yeah. So listeners, this is a great place to start. It's also a really great place to kind of feel out Nikita, although all you're going to yeah. need really is a one minute coloring break to know that you love her. 
what else do you want to leave listeners with today? Just about the process, about motherhood, about, you know, our own private soap operas that we're the stars of. What would you like to leave us with today, Nikita? Hmm. What's coming in this moment is that it's a full bodied experience. So it's not about whether it's right or wrong. Of course, we all know that. And also we're always constantly trying to figure out if we're doing this mothering thing right, this parenting thing right. It's about doing it every single day and knowing that the percentage, if we have to do the percentage, but how you do it is going to look different every single day. Mm -hmm. How much you do it is going to look different every single day. And why you're doing it is going to look different every single day. Mm. And it's supposed to. And so as long as you're doing it, which if you're living and you're alive, you're doing it, then you're doing it. And that's enough. And it only goes up from there. Yeah. That feels like permission. Thank you. Exactly. And what I always end with on my show when I have guests is the question of what does joyful courage mean to you, Nikita? Mm. Joyful courage to me means living life colorfully. F-U-L-L-Y. And that just, as I was saying, living it the best you can in that moment, because in that moment, that's all that matters. That's all we got. So that's all we have. So that is what that means. Thank you. Where can people find you and follow your work? And we'll make sure the links are in the show notes, listeners, but just speak it out loud. Where can we find you? Yes. All social media and my website is headphonesandcrayons.com or at headphonesandcrayons.com on Instagram, on TikTok, um, Nikita Burks Hale on LinkedIn. And then the color break is headphonesandcrayons.com slash color break. Awesome. Yay. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. This was really fun. I really appreciate you. Thank you. I just love these conversations because it's a reflection for me. And so I hope all your listeners really got something out of it and just remember you got this like a little bit of joy a little bit of courage a little bit of color good to go Thank you so much for listening in today. Thank you to my Sproutable partners, as well as Chris Mann and the team at Podshaper for all the support with getting this show out there and making it sound good. Check out our offers for parents with kids of all ages and sign up for our newsletter to stay connected at besproutable.com. Tune back in later this week for our Thursday show, and I'll be back with another interview next Monday. Peace. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. 
you get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.